0: Hello, I'm Cameron Pendemone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk Drunk Art Art Chat. welcome back people
1: welcome back
0: make sure your phones are on silent while you're listening to this podcast
1: mm-hmm. 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 yeah so you can hear us drop the beat, because that's what this podcast is all about
0: imagine if there was oh there probably is a podcast where people just do like beatboxing and you just listen to that
1: probably but i would hope there was like some sort of structure to that
0: no it's just no that. it's just
1: that <laughs> like
0: an hour of that
1: isn't that just like making music? Like, why would you make that a podcast to get on Spotify? It's
0: like performance art.
1: Mm. Hmm. And if there's not a podcast that should, that does that, that should be a podcast and you should make it.
0: Do it. We encourage you. <laughs> All right. So what are we drinking
1: today? Something new, but something, not new. <laughs> something new and very pink. Yes. Uh, we've got some Virtue Ciders. The rosé flavor.
0: Rosé. And it's very different from Mm -hmm. what we're used to because I think if you're familiar with rosé ciders, it mostly tastes like a cider with a splash of rosé wine. This is more of like the opposite, like more rosé wine with a splash of cider.
1: cider. You're right. Like, this, to me, if my very first sip, like, I thought, like, ooh, this is a little bit more beery to me, I thought. But it does taste like a beer. Is like, this like not a beer? Like, no. No, it's supposed to be a cider, which I think is distinct from beers. Oh,
0: okay. Handpick apples
1: mm-hmm.
0: blended with barrel-aged cider. Maybe that's Barrel why it tastes a little beer. different. Because it's just,
1: I I don't really drink beer, so I don't really know.
0: This does taste this like is a beer, though. or Hops
1: or whatever. It's a Weedy beer. It weedy. tastes like a Weedy beer. I would think that's what that is. I don't hate it, though. Um, I'm getting getting more and more used to it. So it's good. Virtue. Definitely what tastes more excited? wine. Mm-hmm.
0: In case you like wine. Rosé wine, in fact. And you just want a hint of cider. Just a hint. Just a smidge. <laughs> um, so enough about alcohol. What never? What are we talking about today? Cam, go. (laughs) Over
1: that in in editing. (laughs) Uh, So we're talking about um, be having the experience,
0: having the experience of
1: having worked at an art store. Both Stephanie and I. If you haven't figured it out by this point, um, or if you're just listening for the first time, Stephanie and I have worked at an art store previously
0: together. Together. That's how we
1: met. Mm -hmm. It was magical. Four years ago.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah,
1: because I started four years ago. Um,
0: I've been with the. I was with the company almost double your time. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Um. Anywho, I I think basically what we sort of came as a to a consensus. Yes. Is that what the yeah? uh, Is just kind of talking about like if you're thinking about like getting a job in an art store, yeah, an art-related so. store of some sort, um, we have some experience with that, so we thought we would share our experiences and general pros and cons of it. Yes. so forth.
0: If you've recently graduated from art school mm-hmm. or you're an artist that freelances and you want a little bit more commitment, a little bit more of a schedule, this is... The episode for you. We are going to answer all your questions. What it's like working at a art store? Yes, especially one in the city.
1: Yeah, in yeah, in a city. In we city. we worked at uh, Blick.
0: Well, let's just say it. Yes. Okay. Let's let's just say the devil's name. <laughs> I'm
1: so afraid to say it because we started this podcast still working. Yes. <laughs>
0: And, no longer. you know, don't want to be associated with the place you work when you have a podcast because yeah. then you have to watch what you say or yeah. do, yada, yada. So we used to work with Blick Art Materials. Ooh. Maybe you know it, maybe you don't. <laughs> they are a, um, their home base is actually in Illinois. Mm-hmm. They originally started in Galesburg in like, 1901 or something, somewhere around there, like 1901,
1: Eight hundred and seventy six years. Ago. They invented a pen,
0: they invented a pen, <laughs> and that was originally how the company started was through selling pens, right?
1: I think so. It was like a special pen that Mr. Dick Blick. Invented,
0: and that was in Galesburg, and then it expanded. Mm -hmm. uh, But their home base is still in Illinois, near the Chicagoland area. I'm not going to say where because I don't think they really want to air that. But Mm. I I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, so Chicago has. Do they have the most Blicks? No, I think California or New York has a beat at this point. Probably
1: California, because I feel like every time I looked up stores there's people. more in there's california like at <laughs> one point it's not that that's not true
0: illinois had the most blicks because from galesburg yeah. makes sense galesburg illinois um but now you know they've expanded uh they are only um located in the u.s
1: yeah uh, not north even, america not even every state yeah right
0: not now. not every state they only make a store if there's enough schools to justify it or like a mm. big art community but they don't have one in austin texas and that's a huge like artist that's creative community
1: interesting i mean i'm sure there's art stores down there and maybe that's why they're staying I out of the way i think i know the
0: reason why but i can't say it mm. okay. previously okay. working <laughs> at blick
1: yeah taxes <laughs> um, so in i don't know if this is important at all but um stephanie was my superior <laughs> So, I was a
0: manager at Blick for, like, close to seven years. There was, like, only one year where I didn't, wasn't in management. Mm -hmm. And then I got stuck in that position forever (laughs) because there were promises of Mm. promotion and things like that. Mm. Meh. Well, not promises. I shouldn't allude that anyone at the company was like, yeah, but, you know, they were just like, we're going to train you to, like, get promoted and then... Didn't get promoted.
1: <laughs> <A lot more. laughs> so I promoted myself out of there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did, so that's good. Um, but anyway, that's just more general our relationship to it. Yes. So I think what we want to do is sort of go through some, we tried to come up with some ideas, or not ideas, uh, questions. Yes, <laughs> or ideas. Um, about what you might be thinking about or you might have not thought about if you're looking at a job in art stores uh, retail um going like i that i don't know that's not a thought anyway what's the first question (laughs) i'm gonna
0: start with this people will first ask if you sell art supplies Mm. literally as they are walking (laughs) into the store but then people will ask if you're an artist so be prepared to defend your artist title
1: yeah that's a good point i think you have to I mean, even if you're, like, oh, floating, like, I don't really identify that way. I'm I'm a photographer. Like, not that they can't be artists, but some people, I think, find a distinction. I don't know. Um, most likely, you'll be asked about that. And I think that's because, like, when people go into, like, I was telling Stephanie before we were recording, like, when people go into, like, a hardware store or something like that, they're not the people who work there aren't always like builders or that's true house painters or whatever
0: um you go into joann's or michael's mm-hmm. i think michael's and joann's has ruined some of the creative like retail novelty experience mm-hmm. because most people don't yeah know what the fuck they're talking
1: about i had a pretty bad michael's experience once and it's not really i don't think it's the employee's fault so much but it was like I asked them where screen printing supplies were, and they were like, we don't have those. And I was like, okay. And I just walked around a little bit, and I found them. And I was like, you do, though. <laughs> it was only, like, they had, like, three things. But still, they had some stuff. I don't it, know. And
0: not, like, to compare... Not not to make Michael sound bad, but, like, I feel like they were always under, every fucking Michaels oh, I understand. went into, they were, like, understaffed. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I'm like, where is someone that I can ask a question?
1: Yeah, I think what you'll find, and I, again, like, I don't, neither of us had ever worked at, like, a Michaels or a Joann's or anything like that. We know people who have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they were very, very, like... I don't know what, like like store focused, like keeping focus on the product rather than the customers a little bit. In my yeah, experience as so. a customer, that's actually not like me being like, oh, <laughs> um, Blick was medium like that. Like it was always emphasized that we should help the customers. And I think for the most part we did like on the, if, if, if it was a scale, it was like 80% you know like customer service and then the rest was like trying to keep the store. Our store was like big and there was no room in it. So it was a lot to upkeep.
0: Yeah, we actually so were like part of it, but in the
1: Chicago Loop store mm-hmm. which is a two-story store. It's massive. I mean like when the people come from out of town it was pretty cute. They would like be like Usually, people who shop online and they'd be like, "I've never seen an art store so big." Oh yeah, they'd
0: go crazy. It was kind of exciting, actually, to be honest. Like just seeing how like wide their eyes got, and they're just like, "What?" Like Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be lost in here forever. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm like, "You go do that. Have fun." Yeah, it it really was. I mean, I remember like my first time walking into that store and just being like, "What the fuck? This is like heaven."
0: Yeah, there's just so much.
1: There's a lot also very overwhelming Mm -hmm. um but anyway yeah that's again general (laughs) stuff um but back to like kind of how the customers will likely interact with you you'll most likely get a mix of people depending on where the store you're looking at is located um we were in a very touristy spot slash
0: school spot yeah there's a lot of schools i mean it was literally two blocks away from the art institute
1: yeah yeah lots and lots of art schools so we got a lot of students every year uh black friday for us was not that big a deal but the first three weeks in september were fucking crazy <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it, it was different yeah back to school is our big um big season
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um people will ask if you do art yeah that is a thing so
1: just yeah like stephanie said be prepared to talk a little bit about that and that helps um build like a trust with the customers
0: that's the very team. true Because if you, you're listening to the podcast right now, you probably are an artist or might be interested in art. How would you feel going into the store and you're just like, I don't know if this person knows what the fuck I'm talking about or not. And they just like stand there and smile at you and they're like, "Uh uh-huh. 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 Yeah, sure.
1: Blue paint. I like it too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. You'll get customers that will be like, "Uh, I want a blue, like avatar blue. And then you'll be like, 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 you mean like. Like Cobalt or Turquoise or, you know, you'll name a bunch of like actual blues and they'll be like, Avatar Blue!
1: They, they've seen it somewhere. Yes. They're just like hell-bent on <laughs> that, one! that one. And it's just like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> And you can show them whatever it is that I'm sure that they've seen before. It's just names like something else. And they'll be like, no, this isn't it, man. No. Or
0: they'll <laughs> grab your hair and be like, like the blue, oh, like no. in your hair. And you'll be like, can you fucking stop touching did my they, hair? I, I've had people. Well, oh, I've had plenty of people grab my hair. Oh. Like they'd reach over the counter and like grab it. And I'm like,
1: what the fuck are you oh, doing? No, don't do that. Just because I work at
0: retail, like in a retail like job does that mean you get to touch me wait have you ever been touched like by a customer like they'll grab your shoulder or something mm,
1: yes yeah you're just like hey, bit, stop touching me grabbed my hair Ugh. i w- once when i was at old navy a very non-art job however uh i wasn't this is totally tangent but speaking of getting touched by customers um i was on a ladder And so I was much more above the floor than anything. And some lady tapped my butt to get my attention. Whoa! Oh my god. Yeah. I was like, um, don't do that ever again. And I'm not going to help you. Bye. (laughs) I didn't say that. I helped her. But gross. Yeah. I don't know our
0: people. Another thing. Customer service people treat you like shit. But I mean, that's general. (laughs) That has nothing to do do with anything. So... (sighs) second thing be prepared to do everyone's assignment Woo! because that is a thing yes you are the person that knows what you're talking about so people are going to be like yeah can you like show me how to do this or can you do it for mm-hmm. me <laughs> or day, can you my put friend. it together for me while I'm here there's yeah, I get stretching canvas is a thing that can be very intimidating, but we always got asked if we provided that service, and it's just like, mm-hmm. no, we don't provide that service. Because Sorry. it's
1: so labor-intensive. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No. There's Do you see, like, a station where we can do that? It's yeah, awesome. and also it takes
0: a lot of space, mm-hmm. too. And the point of making your own canvas is to learn how to do it. Like, it's not right. because your teacher yeah. doesn't care or the person doesn't care
1: yeah I think the one caveat to that is like if you are someone who makes your own canvas a lot and you just want a specific like weird dimension that you can't buy pre-made then sure I get it we still don't do that <laughs> We still don't make it for you I love how
0: you say we still don't know, like you work there
1: it's weird I guess in this episode I'm sure I'm going to do that multiple yeah. times yeah
0: so um <laughs> the best thing I could advise if you need someone to make canvas for you is uh you know Craigslist reach out Mm -hmm. reach out to your artist friends someone you know but yeah that you will do people's pro. well they'll try to get you to do their projects is the thing and they'll be sneaky about it
1: oh yeah I think it's also worth it to just ask like at the store that you're in like Once they tell you they don't do that, be like, okay, does anybody here do that that I could hire? Some people did, you know, where we worked.
0: Yeah, actually, people would do it on the side.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But that was between them, not the store. Exactly,
1: that's not, like, always going to be a thing. Don't expect that if you're somebody who is looking to get that done. (laughs) Um, Anywho, uh, I had a thought, and then I lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not your fault. I just
0: started talking. No, no,
1: no, no what do you think this is a podcast just talk talk about your feelings (laughs) um i'll think of it
0: yeah just i and that leads into our next one is people will ask you to make decisions for them that are super personal and it kind of goes hand in hand Mm what like be prepared to do everyone's assignment people will be like oh i have like these paintings i want to frame do you think the green mat with the blue frame will look good and it's just like you could say yes and they'll be like but I have like (laughs) yellow
1: walls and it's just like like you didn't tell me that and also okay
0: (laughs) yeah also do you go insane in your yellow walls but um like people ask you things for that and it's just like I always my go-to answer was like I like black everything me too (laughs) and then they'd be like what? But, like, you work at an store. I'm like, yeah, black goes with everything. It
1: works. It's just It's, like, classic. a
0: default. It's classy looking. You don't have
1: to work, you know, do much with it. It pretty much goes however you want it. Like, if you have an eccentric style or look, then, then you're probably already pretty sure of what you want.
0: At that yeah, way. and why the fuck are you asking someone <laughs> to choose colors for you? Like, that is yeah. such a personal, like, I... Got that so much where people will be like well is this softer or is this softer it's like well which one do you like working with more like <laughs> is this darker or is this one darker what about this one <laughs> <laughs> cam knows who i'm talking about um sometimes
1: we- they were the same exact color i mean so and and that that particular experience taught me to just make a decision at that point it's like even if you don't Like, if it's just not ending, and, like, I know that sometimes they can, like, push back or whatever, but if you're confident with it, just be like, okay, yes, this one. You want to do this one. That's what they – they and it's something that I'm learning at my current job, too. They want you to take control. They want you to drive the bus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but, yeah, I just – that was the one thing I actually really hated about the job, mm-hmm. like more than like the other things that were actually way worse. But the thing yeah. that annoyed me was like people like this is your artwork. Like you need to like right. step in, put on your grown up panties and like decide <laughs> yeah. so what colors you want, because I don't live where you live. I don't know what you're doing. Like i want to put pick Black frame, white mat board. Yep. The end. Yeah. Done. Like you want to go crazy, then maybe you need to like think about it.
1: Bauhaus is book. <laughs> <laughs> um, one little pro tip that I learned: like people really essentially like responded to was when i would whatever whenever i would say something like yes i believe this color really anchors the piece or something like that like you use like artwork. oh i love that. Yeah. I love that. I love it too. Oh, why, <laughs> didn't you, why didn't
0: you tell me that? Oh, i don't
1: know. <laughs> I didn't know you were
0: struggling with here, this. As here, here. Well, well, it's just like i got annoyed because i'm just like it's your piece like mm-hmm. and, drive the bus mm-hmm. yeah i'm taking that term right now just drive just your own drive fucking it. bus <laughs> don't give it to me i don't want it <laughs> i don't want to
1: be a passenger on this bus be um but well, that is a thing one thing to that just like a quick little side thing like this isn't to say that i hated the moments of like teaching people stuff. oh no i like that but like this felt to me like I was a fucking art director and I did not get paid enough yeah. to be an art director.
0: When when I'm oh. tra- when someone's trying to get me to do their own project and to mm-hmm. pick out like make some big decisions for me, that's when I'm just like, "Oh hell no, I don't get paid enough to do this." Mm-hmm. And that was the worst thing about the job is like it's a retail job. Yeah. Granted, it was more than minimum wage, but it's still like it's retail pay. Yeah. Be aware of that yeah you get to hang around creative people you get to learn about art supplies there's a lot of pros which we're going to talk about later but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's like I'm not being someone's art director making decisions about their work I'm not getting paid enough to do it I'm yeah. not a teacher right. otherwise I would have went to be a
1: teacher mm-hmm. yeah or worked in art direction it's like not, not, not what we're there for
0: um and dealing with picky people yeah
1: I've had a couple experiences um, with that where people like. S-s-s-s-s-. I'm an really now. Ah! Okay, sorry. Um, it's not hitting me or anything like that. I the am your wine, it. your wine cider. More and more. Uh, anyway, my wine, my sign, my winder. My wine
0: because it's, <laughs> it's definitely. I feel like it's definitely more of a wine base than anything else. Oh.
1: Um, I was going to say is, like, people get really, in my experience, they would get really picky about their paper handling. Mm-hmm. Um, we had lots and lots of paper to choose from, and several customers would tell me how to touch it. <laughs> they'd be like, dude, chill out.
0: Or people would get really picky about, like, how you handled their art supplies, and I get it. Yeah. It's your art supplies. You just bought it. I'm not going to, like, butcher it up, but, like... Don't yell at me for putting brushes in a bag to protect it. <laughs> Whoops! Oh my god! I mean to
1: protect your supplies. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh. Um. Speaking of brushes, uh, if you're a customer in a, in an art store, never try to put on the little thingies on a brush tip thing, like the little protection thingies, because it's just gonna destroy the fucking brush. Don't even try it. Oh, so
0: yeah, brushes <laughs> get shipped in. With a little plastic cap on
1: them. Yeah.
0: Once it's removed, don't try it's putting done. it back. It's done. <laughs> it's already off. You can't use it to protect the bristles because you're just gonna fuck up the bristles trying to put it back in. Yeah. Just let thick. it go. <laughs> let it go. Um, you know that's that's what a brush case is for. Or, you know, something to put your brushes in. Mm-hmm. There's no such. I don't think brush caps even. Well, actually, there's dry. Know. There's um. There's, like, these little um, brush caps, but they're really loose that you can put over to dry brushes on. Oh. Do I sound crazy? It, like, shapes your brush for you. It shapes oh. the bristles on I your brush one. while it's drying. Um, but that's, like, super loose. And that's, like, the only way you could ever get, like, a cap back on. hmm But, yeah. That's a good pro tip.
1: Yeah. Hot tip! <laughs> Woo! Um... Yeah.
0: But, yes, you will deal with that. Um, you will also, I don't know, I lost my train of thought too.
1: One thing that I'm kind of, that keeps popping in my head, kind of on the same vein of like being prepared to talk about being an artist and stuff like that. One thing I found really helpful was to use like a handful of the supplies so that you're able to talk about them. Um, especially get yourself into things that you're not super, like you didn't use a whole lot um don't like go crazy and try to start a whole new thing if you don't want to because but... it can
0: be really expensive
1: yeah <laughs> oh that's something that you have to remind people of a lot too like people art. come in having never done anything and they want to start oil painting and they just aren't aware like how intense that is
0: yeah there people aren't aware that art unfortunately is kind of a novelty luxury item yeah Yeah, you can get really cheap art supplies, but if you want to take your art to the next level, and I don't mean to sound corny, like, you gotta invest in some of the more expensive stuff. It actually does make your work look better. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's, it's like, depending on what you're doing, you know, it's like 80% like skill, you have to have skill to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. But you will see, and you will be able to talk about this with people, like, a noticeable difference in quality. Like, if you're using a little school brand, little acrylic paint or something, it's most likely going to be watery and not super uh, opaque versus, like, a golden brand or, like, Liquitex or something like that, like the professionals. Um, it's, it's just all this kind of little stuff that you have to keep in mind to be able to talk about with people
0: yeah you're you're gonna have to break some people's hearts yeah. by telling them the prices yeah. and then you you just gotta be on your toes about like suggesting something similar that's less expensive but explaining why it's less expensive right. like what you're not getting mm-hmm. by not buying the more expensive brand
1: yeah and a lot of times you can say pretty neutral about it be like all right i mean this is you're definitely able to buy this but this is what you're missing out on yeah um you'll still be able to, you know, achieve this, this and this, but you'll won't be able to achieve this and this, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And um, some people care about it and some people don't. Some yeah. people just want the practice and that's mm-hmm. fine too. Uh, we worked at a store um that had a lot of tourists, so they came in I felt like the tourists that were actually artists knew what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, they actually were looking for specific things and we always had to like unfortunately be like oh yeah we don't carry that Mm because we just didn't um but like we had a lot of students too and just people start in art and we also like I felt like towards the end of working there we started getting a lot of like people that would fit the suburban mom description Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we got a lot of people that were just like I just want something cheap
1: yeah not interested in anything at all they were more there i think for the gift art yes kind of
0: thing um also i think some of the paint moms were paint moms (laughs) whoops what dude i'm like drunk some of the like the suburban like moms were there because of like all the paint and sips that were popping up
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it it draws people lots of different types of people in so you just have to be ready like Sometimes, you know, you're going to experience lulls where nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to be bombarded with, like, 20 different types of people. But that was, like, specifically our store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that any store you'd go to would have their ups and downs. Yeah, but that's I don't true. think it would get... I mean, you'd have to work at a big, big store like we did for it to get as busy as it did. Um, But just, you know, in general, like, this is any retail, but, like, just take it one step at a time breathe (laughs) yeah but you know
0: when it's boring and slow and you're just cleaning the store up the fun thing about that was just like looking at the products honestly and just reading yeah Yeah, reading (laughs) about it you're just like oh i'm facing this but like i'm taking a moment to read what it does
1: (laughs) and learning yeah you thought you were being sneaky but you're actually just doing better at your job (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so haha jokes on you um. Yeah. I. Do you feel like you have any other thoughts on? that I sort think of
0: stuff? that was pretty straightforward. Just like I. I guess it's, this is like a warning episode. Like <laughs> if you're interested and work in working retail for art supplies, like these are some like specific things you'll run into that makes it different from other retail stores.
1: Most likely, you'll run into them, them. Um. Well, we'll try and have some more positive things. I think uh-uh. on the second half.
0: It, it was a very, like, low BS, like, you couldn't, when you work at oh, a yeah. store that is retail, like, when you work at a retail store that is, like, clothes, you could just be like, yeah, that looks good on you, and you're, like, not even fucking paying attention to I what that confirm. person's doing, <laughs> yeah. which I guess Cam did, <laughs> if Cam wants to go into that. I didn't know shit about clothes, and I still
1: don't know shit about clothes. <laughs> I worked <laughs> at Old Navy for, I think, a year and a half at that point. Damn, okay. Yeah. And, um, I remember specifically this one time where, like, they got in, like, a new thing of, like, a new set type of jeans or something, and, uh, they had the employees try on the, like, three or four different types of pairs of jeans, and they're like, Tel, tell us how you feel about that, like, how, what are the differences that you notice in the jeans, and da da da, da. and I was like, I notice nothing like my legs are covered and then I take the pants off and my legs are no longer covered that's I don't know what you want me to say I I I I was not that in tune with what we were selling there unfortunately so I left now if you handed me two different brands of like color pencils I could probably talk about them for like at least 15 minutes you know I like it so just you know knowing your where you need to go
0: well the frightening well I guess not to like turn anyone away that's excuse me um, that's interested in working in a retail like art store um, I say retail store like ugh, it, whoever's well, working in yeah. whoever's interested in like working in an art store it's just like you can't lie about products because then you right. could fuck exactly. someone's stuff up and that's like 10 times worse when they come back in and they're like this employee fucked this up mm-hmm. so what are you going to do for me and it's just like yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know if I told you, but that did happen to me one time. Oh, it happened to me a couple times too. It's very uncomfortable. Well, I,
0: I didn't. I wasn't the one given the false information. I, I was the one that had to receive the angry customer. Oh, oh, yeah. wait, you were the one. No, giving I false gave infor- false information.
1: I was somewhat newer. I didn't know a lot about like all the different types of papers that we had and i thought the layout bond this is so so specific the layout bond paper was more of a translucent tracing paper but it's not no (laughs) and i told the customer that it was she came back she got she wasn't like mad mad but she like found me and she's like hey that paper you sold me it wasn't tracing paper i'm gonna keep it but that's not tracing i was like oh sorry i didn't know that was actually not bad
0: because i would being a manager (laughs) other people's mistakes and I'd basically be giving free stuff away Ugh, Yeah, which is not the best feeling in the world and it was usually like hey like that's a last resort thing but it's just like you get people that are like you know I use shellac on alcohol mark I don't know oh. and like someone told me it would be okay and it's just like no it's not okay I think I mentioned that once in the podcast right. yeah a woman came up to me she was using alcohol based markers on a canvas for some reason because that would totally fuck up the markers, in my uh-huh, opinion. But yeah. then she sealed it in, which, like, um, with uh why can't I think of the name? Not shellac, really, but uh, like a good fixative? Yeah, fi- fixative shellac. I, I don't know. It's just something to seal it in, and I can't think of the name. But um, so she did that, and, like, that's just alcohol based. Spray so you're you're spraying alcohol based stuff onto more. Yeah, varnish, thank Uh. you.
1: I said shellac
0: first. Um,
1: (laughs) I mean, none of that's really going to be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so someone sprayed varnish onto alcohol based markers. Both of them are alcohol based, so like when you spray alcohol based stuff on alcohol based stuff, then it just (laughs) goes away. And like I had to teach her Mm. that, and she was really cool about it, but you could tell she was not thrilled about it. Yeah. Redoing it.
1: That kind of, the, I think maybe the one thought that I would have to just sort of wrap that up too is like, and then I did want to mention this, is also, you know, if you're, one, on one hand, you can definitely go with your gut. Like, if someone's saying, I want to use markers on a canvas, and you're pretty sure that's going to fuck up the marker, you're right, yes. Um, go with your gut on the, like, really common sense kind of things, but... And this kind of depends on, like, the people that you work with, I'm sure. But, like, you shouldn't be afraid to say, I don't know, and go get the information. Because the best thing you can do is give them the right information. Yeah, so
0: that they don't keep coming back it's with, really... like, fucked up stuff. Yeah, They'll keep coming back for new stuff. Like, yeah. if you give them the right information, yeah, and exactly. they'll be happy. Yeah. It it The thing that made it really easy um, or kind of rewarding at our job when we worked at Blick was the um frequent customers that actually like were working on stuff we're super excited mm-hmm. and like we're really happy to be there
1: they would come in and like show me their projects and i didn't always want to do that with anybody who walked in but the people that i got to know yeah I was curious and i would ask them about what they were working on and stuff like that and it is kind of nice to be able to build that rapport with people uh, you just gotta make sure that you're giving them the right info. Don't freak out <laughs> if you don't know don't, something.
0: Don't overthink it too. If you really don't know it, like that's what your coworkers are there and that's right. what Google is there for. Yeah,
1: you shouldn't be expected to know every single thing. Even working at Blick, like we weren't expected to know no. about everything in the store. I know
0: a lot about screen printing, yeah. mold making, or airbrushing. Those were like my three big ones because those yours. are all really expensive to get into.
1: Exactly. I'd only ever had yeah, ex- all three of them are. Yeah. I'd only ever had experience with screen printing thanks to school and then I never really I mean I did it a little bit after that, but it was always funded somehow. <laughs> I've
0: definitely like messed around with like an airbrush machine and I've got a demo so I have a general idea about it, but not like expert.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't freak out. Get the information. Give it to the customer
0: and i think it's time for a fake commercial fake commercial vo- fake commercial
1: fake commercial fake
0: commercial fake commercial fake commercial fake commercial fake
1: commercial fake commercial fake commercial fake commercial Quick you: for you. Are you just a kid and life is a nightmare? Well, I want to tell you about a very simple plan that you can follow to improve upon that aspect of your life. I want to tell you about think182.org. For just $20, answer 182 questions about yourself to start getting your custom lists full of interesting daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly goals for your life you can see up to 38 or, for some, 41 goals a day that most people can complete with just a half hour of power. If you're always waking up and asking yourself, please tell me why my car is in the front yard and I'm sleeping with my clothes on, then either your night was lit or this program is for you. Anyway, when you sign up using the link, think182.org forward slash drunkartchat, you will get a special bonus list. It's especially great if you're feeling blue now. Maybe you bit off uh, more than you can chew? That's okay, because this bonus list will reveal an unwritten law about how to deal with that. So sign up to think182.org forward slash drunkartchat and discover the freedom to sort this out on your own time. I think you might just develop a newfound glory. That's all I've got for you today. Back to the show. And we are back. Returned.
0: We have returned. We
1: had a long journey, but we have We
0: found the ring. Yes. I walked all the way and got this ring and threw it into lava.
1: Hmm. bye bye ring anyway
0: (laughs) so we kind of were very negative about working at an art supply store but we just wanted to be a little real yeah I guess it's like
1: bad news and then the good news (laughs) yes we're gonna
0: end this podcast episode on a high note Mm -hmm. so so we gave we told you all the stuff before I'm kind of drunk already mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: same here I'm drunk too and my mouth is dry (laughs)
0: <laughs> that sounds awful yeah. so i think one of the obvious things about working at an art supply store is you get to learn about art supplies and yeah. that makes it really awesome
1: it sure does i do you think you can remember kind of i know you this would be going a little bit way back but if, can you remember <laughs> if, well, you were there a long time um you're as old as me so a little bit older that's okay. Just a bit. <laughs> you were you were there a long time. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, basically, like, do you do you feel like you kinda remember like the amount of information that you knew before you started compared to like now? Yeah, I knew
0: like ten percent honestly. Yeah, I too. felt like my school did not teach me anything about materials at mm-hmm. all. And then like when I left there, maybe like seventy percent. Yeah. Eight, because like I'm thinking about a lot of things I don't know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, it, like I feel like on the other side of that too. Like you and I came from design backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You fashion, me graphic. You fashion, you graphic. But like I think like, the nature of that kind of learning. It's, like, a very specific. Like, mine was so digital, and yours was dealing with lots of textiles, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, there was, like, so much to fucking learn. Like, I had some general senses of, like, from my, especially from foundation classes and just doing art. I was, on my resume, I remember being like, I know all about generals charcoal. Like, okay, who cares? <laughs> like, it's just fucking charcoal. That's nothing. I, <laughs> that I think, nothing? um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember for a while they were, like, specifically looking for someone that had more knowledge than just drawing. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, cool, you know a lot about dry materials, but, like, what about watercolors and mm-hmm. acrylics yeah. and oils? Like, we need you to know that, too. Yeah.
1: I think it helped that I'd like to play with everything that that I was comfortable with. So if you're that kind of person who likes to dabble in everything, art supply retail might be a good fit for you if you're looking for something to fill you
0: know job yeah you also get to use the art supplies too mm-hmm. like um usually they'll set up demos or you know they'll get people mm-hmm. representatives from different art supply brands to come out and show Those like how the materials work and that's really awesome to see
1: yeah it's really good I mean if your store's not doing that that it might be on the smaller side and that's fine but you should probably like try and talk to People you work with to try and arrange that because it's super helpful for like product knowledge and also just for yourself. Like, <laughs> yes. I didn't really know that much. I think we had a gambling rep come in. We've once. had
0: so many reps We've had come a lot. in. I,
1: I just that one particularly, I remember just because it was like super in depth. I mean, they always are, but
0: felt like the Daniel Smith one was in I depth too.
1: Go to that one for some reason. I didn't go to that
0: one either but like the guy oh. brought minerals <laughs> yeah
1: I heard about that they brought the actual freaking rocks that the like watercolors are made out of that's pretty cool I didn't go to that one because either I didn't work that day or it was like busy downstairs and you just missed it yeah yeah but that kind of stuff is really cool like it's that's the sort of perk that you get like you wouldn't get that anywhere else yeah like i don't i doubt that michael's or any place like that does that kind of stuff we
0: even got free art supplies too so we got to like actually use it and that was really nice because like you know there's only so much you can do learn from um watching a demo without actually like using it yourself and get an idea of how it works like it was really nice to get free product oh my god like art supply like (sighs) I'm gonna tell you a little something Ooh, that maybe I should not be telling you, but like sometimes if you just reach out to the art supply brand oh, yeah. that you're interested in, yeah, they have so much free product that sometimes they'll just send it to you.
1: Yeah, I feel like we may have said that in the uh, oh yeah we did episode. we did say that in the so brand I don't think episode. You're breaking any laws that you haven't already broken. <laughs> Wops. map Wops. 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 <laughs> mm, I'm Burger King.
0: Oh, I haven't had Burger King since I was in like high school.
1: Whenever I walk into a Burger King, I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> Is <laughs> that where you live? Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like growing up, it's a very strong childhood memory. Anyway, uh, this podcast isn't about Burger King. No, um, no, unless
0: they're sponsoring us. Then oh it'll be geez. all about Burger King.
1: Oh, boy. Um,
0: okay. <laughs> Man, Cam. Okay. Yeah, I want it now. Um, I, I know how you feel about Burger King now. <laughs> I
1: like it. Um. So, but uh, wait, we were talking we were talking
0: about, about like we get to use art yeah. supplies. You get free art supplies. That is like a huge perk of working <laughs> yes at an art supply store. Also,
1: like if your store, if you end up working in an art store and your store doesn't do demonstrations highly recommend that you have them do that somehow
0: Work well, with well the the excuse you can use and that was like the thing we talked about is like how can you sell something right. that you have no idea like what it does yeah. or like how to use it
1: Pre- precisely and like i did a gajillion demos at that store and uh I literally, most of the time, would just kind of, like, sell myself on the product and would end up buying them after the demo. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. I like this. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's cool. It's, like, it gave me a chance to, like, actually sit down and try something I hadn't tried or wouldn't think to try. Not all the demos were like that, but a lot of them, like, did inspire me to try other, like, types of materials and, you know, it was cool. So, like, I think that was, um something you know I think that's a beneficial thing for customers too though like because if they see your excitement with it then they're gonna be like "Ooh, I want this <laughs> I want this one of the most successful ones was the jelly plate ones actually And Kim loves jelly plates I sure do fucking
0: loves them <laughs> If you ever don't know what to give Cam Just give me all as a jelly present, plate. I guess you can give them a jelly plate and well, they'll be happy.
1: jelly plate or something that would make a cool print. Like, I'm always looking at shit and I'm like, ooh, I won't print that. And it's ooh, like okay. something that's not at all meant for art at all. So, cool.
0: <laughs> cool. So, another thing that is pretty awesome is you get to be around creative people and make really awesome connections yes. and be part of the art community.
1: For sure. This is the
0: first half of what? that. The, this one because then we want to talk about outreach and stuff mm, like that. I see, I see.
1: So the more personal like the
0: more personal one. Day. Yes. Yeah. Cam,
1: go. Oh, okay. I'm going up. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I feel like when working there, you know, there was ups and downs, for sure. But the people is what kept me coming back during the hardest times like yes you know like i met a lot of super super duper people (laughs) oh stephanie's choking (laughs) like me (laughs) oh oh that's why yes like stephanie like sometimes you'll meet somebody there that you have so much in common with that you start a fucking podcast Wow.
0: and then that's how you hang out now it's just by making (laughs) a podcast (laughs) sorry no but it's
1: fun i mean Um, we're gonna hang out tomorrow yeah that's true non-podcast related you don't need to know about it people i mean for halloween oh that's right Oh, well, <laughs> no, that, like how you're just like top secret i forgot literally all about halloween so
0: uh halloween so is tomorrow
1: yeah happy well, halloween if you're listening to this by the point that you listen to this it's like a couple days ago yeah that's true <laughs> but i hope you
0: have a lovely halloween
1: yes yeah and have fun. Anyway, um, the connections and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I met a lot of people and I learned from a lot of people. Yes. They're great resources. Use them. Can, Use them. You
0: can talk to someone and then they're like, hey, you should do an art show with
1: me. And then, mm-hmm. like, all of
0: a sudden you're, like, making all these connections and being like, wow, how did this happen? That's because so I worked cool. at an art store.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, obviously we can't speak for, like, that being the, like, universal experience. Like, I'm sure shitty people will come in and out, but it's, like, for the most part, like, generally everybody is, like, art-minded, and that's all they care about. Yes. And so, you know, it's cool. Like, I, I feel like our experience was very good, and, like, um, oh, what was I going to say? But, yeah, like Stephanie says, like, you, you, this is a really great way, if you ever were interested in collaborating but didn't know how, getting a gig at an art supply shop might be a good way to break that uh barrier a little bit um and also just like in general there's like some of the best friends i've ever made so <laughs> that's really cool um and yeah. So yeah that kind of like goes you, into you could start a collective yeah. like harry like who harry who at, at the art institute till january 6th this yes yes um, yeah,
0: you can totally start an art collective with the people you work with or the people you meet. And yeah. then be
1: awesome and make some cool shit. That's a good point. The customers are also... There are some cool... That's, that's up to your discretion. Like, if you want to hang out with people outside the store that come to the store, that's your call. Just, you know, use your gut on that one. But mm-hmm. um, that does... I mean, I've heard of it and it's not, like, unheard of, basically.
0: Actually, the person that I went to WakandaCon was... Uh, oh. WakandaCon was a customer... Mm-hmm that yeah. came in
1: and like i just befriended him yeah because a lot of the customers who come in could easily work at that store yeah right like they could work in an art store environment they're just doing other things so they don't but that's, yes yeah that makes a lot of sense actually shout out to oscar uh hey, for oscar. sharing that table at WakandaCon <laughs> and also being an
0: excellent uh customer that came Yay. to the store that i worked at when i did it probably still goes there, honestly. Good customers are good energy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then this kind of leads into community, create the art community mm-hmm. and like community outreach. Yeah. I don't know if it was Blick specific, but we did a lot of community ar- outreach. I don't know if Michael does that or Joanne's does that or artists and craftsmen or whoever the fuck.
1: I feel like they sponsor things. Like, you see their name slapped on stuff. Yeah, actually,
0: Artists and Craftsmen does sponsor things, mm-hmm. don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, Blick sponsors too. things, too. Yeah. But Blick, specifically, when as a manager, we would do outreach with artists, with um, public schools. That was pretty cool. We tried doing outreach with, like, art centers. That was kind of flopping, just mm-hmm. because we didn't have someone really strong enough.
1: Yeah, it depends on the skill sets that yeah. people would have.
0: Um, actually, I wanted the Hyde Park Art Center to be my baby when I was working at Blick, but just never got around to it. There was just so much going on. Happens.
1: But the ones that were successful were really good. Um, yeah,
0: we should talk about, um, why can't I think of it? Project uh, Onward. Project Onward. Go yeah. ahead and talk about that, Cam. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, I only did it twice. Like, it Oh, I did it a twice. couple more times. Yeah, but you I... should
0: talk about it anyhow.
1: Yeah, well, Project Onward uh, is an extremely cool organization in chicago um i don't want to like mess this up this description so fill in any gaps that i might sure. make um but essentially uh, as far as i understand they as uh, like provide resources in a, in a place to work for um folks who have like various disabilities or maybe yes. on the autistic spectrum and so forth um just special needs right. artists yeah
0: that can't I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. So like especially artists that like I don't want to say like that don't have money, but they don't have like means. Can't really they can't this. support their yeah, art their, their work. So Project Onward, you apply for Project Onward and there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it, but like they basically provide you a studio and art supplies mm-hmm. so you can do that and they try to off like start your career.
1: Right. Yeah, cuz they're actually selling their artwork that they're making to yes. the public and to people who, you know, like they They essentially, like, help these folks, you know, like, with their career. So, yeah, Blick would – we did – well, to backtrack a little bit, Project Onward, the organization did, I think, like, public Fridays. I forget what the Um.
0: So, in Chicago, and I don't know if this is anywhere else, but I wouldn't be surprised, Chicago has first Fridays, second Mm -hmm. Fridays, and third Fridays. And that meant each Friday, if you go to a specific area in the city – the galleries would be open so that you can walk in, mingle, talk to people. Usually there's alcohol, free alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Some
1: sort of vestity. So,
0: like, first Fridays, I think, were Wicker Park, that kind of area. Okay. Second Fridays, I want to say Pilsen, maybe. I could be totally wrong. I, I never got into Wasn't... the Friday thing.
1: Project onward and in... They were Third
0: Fridays. Third Fridays. In uh Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Right, 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 right. Um so dependent on like where you were located, and I'm sorry if I got this wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, audience, but um I just never got into like the first Fridays, second Fridays, Third Fridays, just
1: because i'm antisocial, <laughs> and i don't really
0: like going to gallery <laughs> viewings
1: no that was a thing until until i worked at Blake and did that with
0: uh, project onward so yeah project onward was third fridays so the bridgeport art center in bridgeport the neighborhood mm. bridgeport in chicago if you go there on a third friday all the galleries are open which is really cool to walk in yeah. and sometimes you know they're serving food and and wine and alcohol um, are just for sale. You can buy things. Yeah, and
1: support them and so
0: yeah. um Project Onward is located on the third floor. I think it's like a big factory building,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: you go up there and like you can look at the galleries and like things are for sale.
1: Yeah, and Blick would come in and do like demos basically during these Fridays. And, yeah, uh, but specifically
0: for the artists, not even right. for like the people walking in the galleries. We would That's teach true. the artists like basically give them an opportunity to learn about different mediums which was really awesome because you know they might not have been exposed to it yeah growing
1: up yeah so that kind of thing is fucking cool and like you just get to meet super cool people and learn about organizations so
0: yeah and yeah blick did a lot of donations too we would mm-hmm. we would donate a lot like art used art supplies or like art su- they have like this thing every holiday where like if you buy a certain art supply um, and donate it, then you get like a twenty percent mm-hmm. off coupon. Yeah, like they, they would thing. do a lot of things like of, that. Like,
1: underfunded schools, yeah. art
0: programs, and stuff in the area. So. That was like the really awesome thing that I liked about yeah. like, like I actually enjoy doing out outreach and i never realized like that i did right yeah which makes my new job a little bit easier because it's not cold calling but it's kind of like reaching out to
1: people yeah i like so i don't really mind doing it's that kind of stuff because we both transition to more support rather than service yeah which like I mean, call center kind of the same but <laughs> but like is that okay for me to say feels, that yeah i feel like support feels like a different thing though. yeah like they're you're not selling
0: anything either. right just helping someone
1: yeah so it well services support so more support than sales is yes. what i should say yes mm-hmm. so it's interesting yeah i mean you know typical millennial trying to make an impact in the world <laughs> so that kind of stuff is cool you can i mean like if you're working somewhere where that's not happening you should maybe bring it up be the steward of that yeah Yeah.
0: it's really nice to see that like not god this sounds so like (laughs) self-gratifying like ooh, i'm so awesome like for doing something (laughs) great but it's like really cool to see like what a organization that can afford to fund places like Mm -hmm. does and like how it impacts people yeah in a non-gross like gratifying like self-gratifying way like yeah. it is really awesome to see that absolutely it's cool and lastly because yeah. we worked where we did so we worked in the loop of chicago near a very touristy area kind of like a couple like two blocks away from the art institute like if you walked a little bit like you'd hit the bean like it would only be like a 10 minute walk from where we were
1: You just just hit it, you (laughs) just like
0: slam into it you're like, what the fuck? And you just like big red dot on your forehead and you're just like, oh, it's the cloud gate or the sky gate or the bean. The
1: bean. Yeah.
0: But um, where we were, we got to actually run into celebrities and famous artists. And
1: and celebrities you wouldn't think would need art supplies. Are we going to talk about it? Um, uh, Cindy Lop, Lopper cubicle. was there. No, I wasn't there. For I that. was so
0: butt hurt when I found out she was there cuz she was um doing something for the theater next door. Um, oh. The Bank of America Theater.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She was next door like helping oh, like with a player or something. Oh, was
1: probably. Oh yeah, I think it was actually. You're she, right. She had some Didn't she like write the music for that or something or some songs or something? I'm not sure, her. but like <laughs> no, I, no, it's I, about I, drag she, queens okay. but uh, yeah. okay.
0: um <laughs> Cool. I would not be surprised if she had a hand in it. Like, I think that is why she was there. But she just walked into Blake one day. And I wasn't working. And I was like, what the fuck? Why was I not working? Cindy's just want to have fun. Uh, Lady Gaga came in. And <laughs> unfortunately, one of the employees made her... <laughs> I don't know if they made her feel super awkward, but they basically were like, you're Lady Gaga, aren't you? And yes. she's just like, can I just fucking buy, like, my old pa- oil paints? <laughs> the rule was if a celebrity walked in, you just treat them like any yeah. customer. You don't, like, ask them. You yeah. don't invade and... In...
1: No, don't invade any
0: privacy. Yeah, <laughs> like, you that. just treat them like another customer, and that's it. And like, no special... autograph.
1: No, I'm just kidding. No.
0: Um... Uh, Billy Zane was in there. I was really oh, I didn't sad about know that because that. I think he's super sexy. He's
1: a he's a Twin Peaks referent. That's Billy Zane. Billy's what? Right. What? What? <laughs> what?
0: what? He was the villain in uh, Titanic.
1: Yes, that's yeah. But he was also in Twin Peaks.
0: Oh, he was. I didn't know that.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um.
0: Ozzy Osbourne.
1: Ozzy. Uh. He. Uh, there was another... bumped into me <laughs> it's cool
0: um there was another metal like hair metal really? guy that oh. i can't think of who was right. there robert lee i i don't know
1: i don't know but i do remember helping terrence howard to, i don't know if you were there that day he um i heard he was not that great he was just like frantic oh okay <laughs> i don't know he like he sold him like i didn't have to do anything like he sold he himself he's like this is, is was great like, is this an exacto knife i was like yes and then he's like uh well can i cut things i was like yeah he's like okay wait well what, what blah, 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 blah. And, uh, yeah you know what this is perfect this is great thank you so much for your help and i was like okay bye <laughs> are you Taylor it sour um and it was <laughs> yeah i'm uh, trying to think
0: if there was anyone else i
1: heard that katie holmes walked in too are we, yes. Should we be, I mean does this matter? We're this doesn't really matter. This? We're just talking about
0: our experiences of how nice okay. it was. Um for Shepherd Fairies uh oh, yeah, yeah. his like assistant came in and he thought mm-hmm. we were so helpful that he dropped off some prints of Shepherd Fairies.
1: Oh that's why. That we was really that. yeah that's why we had a print of
0: his work. Mm-hmm. That was that. pretty cool. Um there were some comedians and then um jill thompson actually Mm -hmm. shops there i rung her up once and i'm like what's your last name thompson what's your first name jill and then i looked at her and i'm just like you mean like jill thompson (laughs)
1: Thompson. i kind
0: of did that and i'm just like i'm sorry i don't mean the fangirl and she's like no it's okay like it's cool and i'm just like i'm a huge fan of yours and then she's like thank you like i try to make it as not awkward as possible (laughs) oh david allen came in uh tattoo like really well known Tattoo artist in the Chicagoland area. Once again, same thing that happened with Jill Thompson. Like, what's your last name? Alan. What's your first name? David. And I looked, like, looked at him. And I'm like, as in the tattoo artist. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, big fan of yours. Like,
1: <laughs> That'll be $45, please.
0: Oh, he came in towards the end.
1: Oh. So I was kind of irritated, like, oh. <laughs> at the very end.
0: But I'm just like, mm. like, I'm irritated. He came at the end. But I also, like, want a tattoo
1: from you. <laughs> Dang it. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, so fun little perks of the gig, depending on where you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool.
0: That was not relevant at all. I just wanted to share it with you. little tidbit. (laughs) little tidbit. Sometimes you get people you least expect come in.
1: Yeah, you could meet your freaking idol. You never know.
0: I did twice.
1: Your idols? Well,
0: I mean, like, I really like Jill Thompson. Oh, okay. Her work is really great. And then David Allen's, like, tattoo work is, Mm -hmm. like, superb but he's probably really expensive to go to because like he's so well known at this point
1: that's cool whoa i think you're done i'm
0: done (laughs) that was delicious and speaking of being done
1: are we done i think we're done (laughs) stick a fork in it because we are done well thanks so much for joining us this week yeah this episode was a little different a little different i hope you enjoyed it though i I hope that we were able to somehow engage you yes (laughs) um whether or not you're deciding to maybe go into art retail who knows maybe this will change your mind one way or the other or maybe (laughs) you just want to hear us ramble about our past Mm -hmm. because that happened too
0: yes it did um
1: (laughs) Uh, go check out our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um. Bit.ly forward slash dacvids for our one current video, but we will have more. At yes. Some point.
0: Uh, or you can find it if you go into YouTube, mm-hmm. type in "drunk art chat podcast."
1: Yes, that's important.
0: Uh, you can find our video where we do drunk movie review kind of spinoff of the podcast and we drunkenly review like we watch a movie get drunk and then try to tell you what it's about while drunk and you get to watch a struggle yeah and you get to hear our thoughts
1: about it it's a time it's it's a little different (laughs) it's fun um anything else that we need to plug real fast no i
0: don't think so right. uh you know don't shop at blick not joking oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> polarizing an opinion much um oh, no bye. shop anywhere you want to Shop at Blick Art Materials, shop at Artist and Craftsman, shop at Michael's, shop at Joann's. Um, shop local. Shop local. Yeah, I actually would recommend that above everything else. Shop local. You got us local. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Local. You got a small art store in your neighborhood. Go there first because, you know, I'd rather support an independent store than mm-hmm. a big company. Not you that Blick know. was, but get in there let's get in there
1: and you never know they might have some neat things that you won't be able to find other places shop at amazon
0: if you like to sell your soul to the devil (laughs) but yeah um however you choose to shop well i don't know where i was going with that no idea (laughs) just shop safely
1: oh okay shop responsibly
0: shop responsibly
1: Okay, cool. So, thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next week.
0: Next week on Friday. Bye, 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 bye,
1: bye, 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 bye. Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stuts for providing us with their amazing music. Throughout this podcast, um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast, it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com.
0: Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat.
1: Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk art chat you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous you are able to uh give either 99 cents a month 4.99, or 9.99 your choice um or if that that link is too long to remember just go to bit.ly slash d-a-c donate all one word and uh, you know That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Venamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk Art Art Chat. Chat.